I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Today we're going to give you a dire warning. Don't fall in love with a lick. All right, you're going to have to explain yourself here a little bit because that sounds weird. It does. So, first off, a lick is a phrase that we think is hip. Is that... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... Licks are part of of the jazz language, right? There's these... these, There are... uh, What is the lick? Why don't you say that? Oh, the lick? (laughs) Uh, What is it? Uh, I think that's a lick, but I think the... um, (laughs) Oh, that's right. I love that lick. I I love that lick. It feels great. Wait, don't fall in love with it. Don't fall in love with it. I know. You need to listen to today's podcast. They're usually cliches, right? They're they're played a lot for a reason. Because, like, just like, (laughs) I mean, just singing that horrible da 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 da, that feels awesome. (laughs) So I get why people overuse it. Um, But you're right. Don't fall in love with a certain lick. I mean, I think it's okay to fall in love with licks for a while. Right. But you got to move on at some point. That's right. And I mean, you know, if you are going to fall in love with a lick maybe you could fall in love with many licks so that you so that you've got a variety to throw out there so it doesn't sound like you only know that one lick and then you can kind of sneak it in so i think what you're getting at is is not to overuse a certain cliche a certain pattern a certain anything right is to get some variety in your playing that's what so we got to change about. the title of this episode too no, i can't no, call no, it no, don't no. follow me that's gonna be don't overuse a lick <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, let's just keep it how it is, but I'll, I'll regress back. Sorry. No, that's all good. It's all yeah. good. Um, yeah, and so I, let's talk about some ways, now that we've proven that you should not fall in love with a lick, um, let's talk about ways really to, well, even before we do that, let's just say this. If if you do fall in love with many licks, so you're not just falling in love with one, with many, then it becomes like, how do you, how do you play it in a way that it doesn't sound like a lick? How do right. you get it into the organic flow of your playing? And I think the kind of overall concept for that that can work is to learn the lick, just like you'd learn any other phrase, either from a solo or something that you hear or just something that you come up with, and then try to kind of move it out of your comfort zone as quickly as possible. So the easiest way, I think, to do that is to, to play it in different keys so that, you know, technically on your instrument, you'll kind of force you into some other areas. And then also to, um, you know, be very careful about not consciously playing the lick don't worry about saying i'm not going to play it but but you never want to like get on the gig and say oh i can't wait till i play this new lick because even if oh, it's not so much the trouble lick, if that happens yeah well yeah. you're just not going to play it in an organic flow yeah it's yeah. not it's going to sound contrived it is and that's the whole thing with these licks is, is like if you if, if you just let it come out naturally even if you played 30 times or something that's fine because you're hearing it but if you say I'm about to play it you're going to fit it in kind of a weird place it's going to be awkward I mean it's just like if you go to a dinner party and you know you've been reading the New York Times all day and you're like man I'm going to go and sound so intelligent to everybody and you practice certain phrases like did you see what Vladimir Putin Not said today? Happen. you're going to oh, sound like be- <laughs> such a jerk <laughs> right yeah and really playing a lick in that way you sound, you like, sound a like a jerk, jerk. you do yeah it's true <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, really, it's the same thing, too, though. But if you let it come out organically, you're like, oh, did you see what this was? You won't sound like a jerk. Another thing I'm thinking about this with this concept of not falling in love with a lick is that I think as improvisers, um, you know, part of the job of being an improviser, I think, is to always kind of push yourself into, you know, new territories out of your comfort zone, because that's where some really great stuff tends to happen. Yeah. We're always trying to grow. We're always trying to get better. And if you're just like hanging on you know very tightly to the same licks and you that's all you do for years and years and years you're not going to sound like you're very inspired 
You know? No. Because you're not going to be very inspired. You're not. And I mean, in order to sound inspired playing like that, you have to exert a lot of energy. It's true. And and, and even to the casual listener, you're going to kind of exude a lack of confidence yeah. and adventurous spirit, which is really what people come to, whether they realize it or not, that's what people are gravitated towards this music for, is that, that sense of spirit, uh, spirit of adventure. Yep. And a sense of like interesting stories, and it's just like if you're telling a story, like if you come, if you kind of go to the same themes. I mean, you can tell a cowboy story or a boy meets girl or whatever these stories, but if you make them just sound corny, you know, like you're playing the lick for the same time. Yeah. But if you you know give it a vibe and a sense of adventure and some creativity to it, you can fall back on the general pattern of the story, but you make it your own, and it doesn't seem like you've thought it up. It seems like you're saying it for the first. Well, time. it's interesting you mentioned like what people come to see, and I think something that a lot of people come to see is also your interaction with your other musicians. Yeah. And I've definitely overplayed licks to the point where the people I'm playing with are like that again. You know what I mean? Like when you see what the big thumbs down <laughs> as you're playing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's no, a clue. But you, you also, you know, you're, you're playing for the audience, but you're also playing for the other people you're playing with. Yep. And if you just are constantly regurgitating the same thing at the same spot, the same way, they're going to get bored. They're, and they're, yeah, and they're not going to be able to play in an inspired way behind you because that's yeah. part of the thing when you're soloing. You, you, you set the tone for sure. I mean, it's a collaborative effort, but you set the tone. And if you're just playing regurg regurgitated licks, then that, that's what they're probably going to do. It'd be like if we had this podcast and every single number one was the same thing. <laughs> like, listen, all the time, people are going to get bored. Now. Wait, what do you mean? That's what we do. All right. Sorry. Okay, sorry. 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 <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so I think we've answered the, was it a question? I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, no, it was a command. I think we've, we've, we've proven our thesis, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, our warning, which was don't fall in love with the lick, right? That's right. Well, and hopefully you'll hear it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. You can go to you'llhearit.com to get more information, submit a question, or just say hello. Wait, you can do that? Absolutely. All right, and if you like what you heard, please leave a review and a rating below. Thanks. Thanks.